Welcome to the 21 News Podcast. I'm Madison Tromler, and I'm joined with attorney Matt Mangino today. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Now, we're talking about the latest in Washington when it comes to reproductive rights, and the White House announced an executive action today they say is aimed at protecting access to reproductive services. Now, attorney, I see things in the order like ordering the Director of Health and Human Services to prepare a report in 30 days and an order for the HHS Director to consider updating guidance on the Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act. What we don't see is anything that substantially protects any health care access not already protected by law. Are we missing something, or is this more politics than substance? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that there's a, a lot of uh, teeth to this executive order. Um, you know, President Biden uh, feels as though he has to respond to the Supreme Court's decision in, in Dobbs, uh, which has really changed the landscape of reproductive rights for women across the country. Uh, but, but his efforts... Um, I, I think are a little short in this instance, and maybe there's more to come. One of the things that he's uh, suggested is creating a task force to study how they can uh, better preserve uh, reproductive rights for, for women. Uh, he's also looked at, uh, you know, making contraceptives more available, you know, access to emergency medical care, ensuring that there's access for women to emergency medical care. Also, outreach by health and human services so people really understand what their rights are. Um, and also to protect patient privacy, which I think is important because, you know, there's talk in states about uh, prosecuting people who attempt that or have abortions, even abortions in other states. So tightening up these privacy issues uh, may be helpful. And also there's some uh, provisions to study how they can improve safety for abortion providers, which... Uh, you know, medical professionals who may be uh, at some risk if they continue to provide um, abortions. And I know you mentioned some of the things that could he could still do to um, help to protect women's health care services. Is there more the president could do via executive order or are his hands largely tied? Like, can he do anything more than this? Um, for instance, the day Roe v. Wade was overturned, Ohio law immediately reverted to a six-week abortion ban with very little room for discretion. Is there anything in this executive order that changes that in any way? Well, no, I, I, I don't think that the federal government is going to have much sway in deciding how individual states handle it. I mean, what Dobbs specifically said is that that uh, abortion is not mentioned in the Constitution. Uh, it's not a constitutional right, and therefore it's up to individual states to decide whether or not abortion is lawful in their states. So, so that ties the hands of the federal government to a certain extent. But, you know, other things that are being done right now is Merrick Garland, the attorney general and the Department of Justice are looking at ways to make sure that that uh, the opportunity to move across state lines to have an abortion where it is legal uh, will not um, cause that person to be prosecuted upon their return uh, to, to their home state. So so there are things that, that, that the federal government can do 
to ensure that there's still access where it's lawful. But I don't know that they can do much to, to, to turn the tide in individual states, uh, you know, unless there's some constitutional amendment, which in fact then puts abortion and that privacy issue in the United States Constitution. And therefore, the Dobbs argument is, is eliminated. And you mentioned that there's efforts so that women do not get prosecuted if they cross states to get an abortion. Is that something that's in this executive order? If a woman does cross states to get an abortion, could she be prosecuted or is she protected under this order? Well, in the um, press release that I read uh, from the White House that laid out the contents of the executive order. That particular issue did not appear in this executive order. But then again, I think it's a matter uh, that the Justice Department has to decide how best to ensure that that inter-state um, travel, going across state lines for medical treatment, is not interfered with by individual states. Right. Well, attorney, is there anything else that you can think of that you think people should know? Anything? Well, you know, I, I think it's interesting. We, we saw this case, uh, uh, this situation in Ohio where a 10-year-old uh, girl was uh, pregnant and uh, was beyond uh, the six weeks of the heartbeat rule and therefore could not have uh, an abortion in the state of Ohio and had to travel outside the state. I mean, that just begins to show you the magnitude of these laws. Pennsylvania, for instance, last night the Pennsylvania Senate passed uh, a measure that would that would put uh, the issue of abortion uh, on the ballot for a constitutional amendment. Of course, there there are other uh, hurdles that they have to go over, but there's a movement there in Pennsylvania to make it constitutionally uh, or uh, unconstitutional to have an abortion in the state of Pennsylvania. So w this is going to continue to to evolve uh, across the country. Uh, as the months and, and, and the years pass here. Yeah, no doubt, a lot going on. Well, thank you so much, Attorney Matt Mangino, for being with us today. Thank you.